This is Dolphin Financial Radio, a show about planning your retirement. When you are young, financial decisions are easy. You aren't worried too much about the future, and you know you have plenty of time on your side. However, as you get older, the financial decisions get more difficult. Eventually, you reach the age where you face decisions about employment, home buying, raising a family, and college planning. Your financial success is often determined by how you handle the many curveballs thrown your way and by how much you are saving for retirement. Before you know it, you are within 10 years, five years, and then one year of retiring. At this point, you'll be facing new and different financial challenges. You'll worry if you have enough money to last through retirement. You'll be concerned about healthcare and longevity. You'll want to make sure your retirement is everything you always dreamed it would be. These are the retirement challenges that we will address each week on this show. Regardless of how far you are from retirement, it's time to listen in as we begin another episode of Dolphin Financial Radio. Hello and welcome back to another Dolphin Financial Radio with me, Dan Wendell, the owner of Dolphin Financial Group here in sunny Clearwater, Florida. Alongside me, Tony Shore. Tony, we're going to talk about health insurance. (laughs) Actually, I want to give an update on what happened when I got crushed by health insurance bills this year. I want to talk about that. And then I want to tell you about some new stuff that's just happened. And we're going to have even more changes later this year. But um, we got some things going on here that we need to fill everyone in on about health insurance. Well, I know you've talked about your own personal experience uh, a little bit before with your son's accident and injury and the costs and health insurance's lack of coverage, so to speak, and just health care costs in general. So this is still a huge crisis, and obviously it just continues to get worse. Um, I haven't seen sure. any improve. I haven't heard about anybody who said, oh, my health insurance went down this year. It is I, for me. I don't it's know going to. What's that? It's going to go down for me. Awesome. Well, that's, that's why we need to hear from you. Uh, it hasn't gone down for me. So uh, this is going to be a good topic. I always have a lot of questions when it comes to health care. That's a big concern for me. I know, but uh, I, I think you and I about that. I think you and I disagree a lot on health care, but we'll we'll get to that. But let let's uh, let's let's reflect what happened to me earlier this year. Um, for people that don't know, I'm on um, a health insurance plan for my family. I'm a family of five: my wife and three children, and I pay the I buy the cheapest possible plan, meaning the least expensive out of pocket per month for me. And that equates to $1,400 per month. That's the cheapest. And because I pay such a low price, notice the sarcasm in my (laughs) voice, I am blessed with a huge, huge deductible of $7,350 per person in network and $14,700 per person out of network. (laughs) What a beautiful plan. Beautiful. Oh, sounds terrible. Right. It is. It's horrible. It is. But it's all I can get. That's a cheap. That's the well, least expensive. I thought from... you said you and I disagreed on on healthcare. Well, you'll we agree with agree that's ridiculous. Terrible. You'll agree that yes. But there's a new change. That's a change coming that I think is good, but you may not like. Um, so that's sixteen, seventeen grand out of pocket just to get in the door. Whether or not I use it is irrelevant. I'm out sixteen grand for the year. That's a lot. That's a lot. I don't like it. Okay, that that's clear. So anyway, something did happen. 
My son broke his arm, compound fracture, bone out of the skin. Horrible, horrible, horrible. We Ouch. were at a swim meet in Sarasota. So we had a, we didn't know what to do. So we obviously got him in the ambulance and he went to the local hospital. And then they realized, well, you know, he probably should go to St. Pete All Children's. And then we took another ambulance there. And since then, I've been paying the bills. Wow. I'll probably, I'll, be, I'll probably be paying the bills for another 10 years, but that's beside the point. So um, the bills were about 60, 70 grand. Oh. But um, this is where insurance comes in, right? So yeah, they covered had, all that for you, right? Right. So I'm out seventy three fifty for for his little Zachary. His name is Zachary. He he, you know, seventy three fifty to get his arm fixed. Seven thousand three hundred and fifty dollars out of pocket, right up right. front, right? Right, right, exactly. That covered. So I had to pay the ambulance company and I had to pay the hospitals, right? So, but what happened was we went to the first hospital that was very close to where we where the accident happened, and then we were there for probably twenty minutes when they were you know, just getting them stabilized and then determining where to go from there. And then we went to St. Pete. So that first hospital was out of network, out of oh. network, which is a separate deductible. So now the 77350 was for the in-network costs, but the out-of-network costs is 14700 So... I was anticipating getting a $14,700 bill. Well, more like a $30,000 bill that I'm only resp- only responsible for 14,000 out of it. So I figured my son's injury is going to cost me 21,000, 22,000. Now, that that doesn't mean I stop paying the 17,000 uh, for the cost of the monthly plan, right? Cuz right. that doesn't go away. So Right. <laughs> this is getting crazy, isn't it? But these yeah. are real numbers, wow. folks. So, um the hospital stopped sending me the bill and they said it's 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 disputed. And I'm like, good. Well, who's I'm I'll dispute it. <laughs> um turns out um they're disagreeing with the insurance company as to whether or not they're in network. The hospital is saying they are in fact in network. Um whereas the insurance company is saying they're out of network. So I'm hoping the hospital wins because if they're in network then I don't pay anything because I've already met my max deductible for his accurate. But if the hospital loses and the insurance company wins, Guess who's out? Another fourteen thousand seven hundred. Fourteen thousand seven hundred dollars on top oh. of what I've already paid. Mind-numbing, isn't it? Yeah. You know what the worst part about it is? Is that I'm paying fourteen hundred a month just for this privilege of having the fourteen thousand seven hundred deductible that I have to pay before the insurance company does. How nuts! How wow. crazy! So That's cross crazy. your fingers, I got a letter from the hospital saying they're fighting for me and that they're going to zero the balance out temporarily until it's resolved. I hope it gets resolved in my favor or in the hospital's favor. Yeah. <laughs> oh, but so that's the update on it. But I am, I am still reeling from this cause. Now, I knew getting into this that this could happen, right? But what was my alternative? I could have paid 3000 a month and have a much smaller deductible. But then I'm out an extra fifteen hundred a month, you know, that I may or may not use. There's eighteen grand right there. So we, you know, so you're paying now, or paying later. You know, the best thing is maybe I'll just get the kids in a bubble, or like we <laughs> talked about last night, I'll just let them stay home and play Fortnite all day and not leave the house inside a bubble, mm, like a giant <laughs> hamster bubble. That'll a be giant. Good. Uh, just one of those big, uh, you know, plastic bubbles. Right, and get all the kids in them, and they can fight each other. Just make sure there's air and oxygen in their form first. That's right. 
Oh, yeah, we don't want to go to the beach. <laughs> then we go to the beach, they go on the water, and, hey, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> and the wind picks up. <laughs> no. So um, that's the update on that. And I thought it was interesting that the hospital and the insurance company were fighting each other over that's odd. the bills. Yeah, but that just goes to show you this whole network thing. So when you're buying a plan, folks, listen, it's not just about how much it costs you per month. That's a big factor, and that's what everyone looks at. That's really what most people care about. But it also matters how much your deductible is in case there is an accident. Yeah. And then on top of that, the network matters. So you got to make sure your network is um, robust enough to allow you to go a couple of hours from your house and run into a issue. Well, here's the main thing I'm getting out of what you've talked to us about so far in this story about your situation with health insurance and the health care costs and medical and hospital costs is that you're paying 1400 a month in premiums plus a $7,300 deductible. And if I'm paying that much, if I'm paying $1,400 a month with a high deductible, every hospital in America should be in network. <laughs> I, I mean, and I'm putting in quotes, in network, because for $1,400 a month, if, if everyone this insurance company has paying them insurance pays that much, then they can. Then all the hospitals should be a network. Uh, you shouldn't ever. That should not be an issue. Right. You would think so, right? And now that's seventy seventy three hundred dollar deductibles per person, Tony. Per person, I got five oh. people. I think they max it out as as a family of fifteen thousand max. So two of my kids can go through this, and and I can max out. So if it happens to another kid, you know, then the third one, I'm like, let's go do something crazy because it's gonna be free if you get hurt. <laughs> Well, only, but only if you bring him to in-network doctors to care. <laughs> right. right. We get, so, but that is true. And I mentioned that in the rant that I did a couple of months ago. If you're in a situation where you need an ambulance ride, there's going to be a few minutes while the ambulance is on the way. It might not hurt to tell whoever you're with to get on the phone and check your network to see which hospitals are in network. Because when the ambulance says, where do you want to go? You don't go humming, humming, humming. You say, Here's my network here. You tell me which one of these is closest. Right. That's and what and I in an done. emergency situation, what parent is going to do that? I mean, you, your first uh, or, order of business and thought is going to be whatever is the, whatever is going to be the quickest to get right. in care. Of course. So of course. Uh, you're never, you can't plan on where accidents are going to happen. That's why they're called accidents. Right. You can't, you don't know where you're going to have a heart attack or where your kid's going to break his leg or, you know, hit his head on something or her head. So the in-network, out-of-network thing uh, seems nasty to me. Yeah, it is. And and the, the costs associated with this type of plan seem outrageous to me. Oh, yeah, 1400 a month for uh, family health insurance is crazy. I really don't mind the $7,300 deductible, Tony. I really don't. Because no, that's I'm not only going to pay that. In this case. Right. It's the $1,400 a month bill. Yes. And the only reason why um, I, I go with the high deductible, I would go with the high deductible no matter what the cost, because I believe that that's, that's insurance to me. You know, if the kid, you know, breaks, you know, does something, you know, gets a black eye and we have to go to the ER just to get stitches, I'll pay what it is. I'll pay full price. But, you know, I shouldn't have to pay 1400 a month just to be able to pay full price you know I, right just for the p privilege of right. still having to pay full price right so it used to be 
And, and, and this is where I get into disagreements with a lot of people who say, you know, the Obamacare was the greatest thing, you know, this and that. I don't like it because there's a select group of people, and that's what I want to talk about when we get back. There's some changes going on now with Trump that's going to help me and my family. But people are going to say it's terrible, and I want to clear the air on that. Okay. But um, it used to be that if I had a 14000 or a $7,000 deductible, my plan would be a couple of hundred a month not 1400 you know? And that's mm-hmm. what's changed. So why is it that my prices are out of control and what's going to happen that's going to change? Because Trump promised he's going to make it cheaper, right? Mm-hmm. And we've heard promises about from presidents before about helping us with health insurance. And are we up against it again? We're just getting lied to. Um, so there is something that just happened this summer that is going to theoretically, it may help quite a few people, reduce their insurance costs. And when we get back, mm. I want to take a break because I'm a little mm. flustered about, I was just reminding myself of how much I'm paying every month. I'm a little skeptical of what you're, what you're, what you're talking about here, but I, I, I don't know. I'm waiting to hear what this is, but yes, we should take a quick break. But before we do, Dan, let our listeners know about that special offer you have for them. Right. So we're talking about health insurance, which is not really fun, but um, why do we talk about it? Well, I'm a financial planner. And health insurance is a huge part of people's bills and, and, and retirement. And so I learned it and I have an insurance company that helps people with it. Uh, as you could see, um, the costs that I'm paying are a big chunk of my income. So it's probably going to be the same for you. Even as you retire, it may even be a bigger part of your, your income is going toward health insurance. So you got to take it seriously. And if yeah. you want to review your health insurance situation, we do that. We meet with people and just review their health insurance. And and we're talking not just, you know, under 65, but Medicare and long-term care and, you know, ancillary services. And we'll review that and say, here's where you can go. And uh, here are the insurance companies that you might consider. That's one of the services we provide. Many people don't realize it, but I think it's critical. If you're going to plan your retirement, you better plan for health insurance. So um, give us a call. We'll walk you through that. Um, We'll review your situation. The number to call, 888-508. Five nine three five, or go to dolphinfinancialgroup.com. All right, and listeners, you're listening to the Dolphin Financial Show with our host, Dan Wendell, and myself, your co-host, Tony Shore, and we're going to be right back with more after this. Do you ever feel like you need a retirement toolkit to help navigate your retirement? Retirement can be scary, but it doesn't have to be. With our Retirement Income Toolkit, you can get the information you need to help secure your retirement. This toolkit provides valuable information on income planning, asset allocation, tax planning, legacy planning, and more. Receive your retirement toolkit from Dolphin Financial Group right now by going to dolphinfinancialgroup.com or by calling us at 888-508-5935. This is Violet and you're listening to Dolphin Financial Radio. And welcome back to Dolphin Financial Radio. This is the Dolphin Financial Show with your host, Dan Wendell, and myself, your co-host, Tony Shore. Now, Dan, you were talking about some changes coming up that you say might be helpful to us regarding health care costs. So what changes are you talking about? Well, right now, or previously, you had to buy what we call Obamacare or Affordable Care Act coverage, and there were certain things about it that had to be uh, in place in order to for it to even be sold. It had to cover everything. It had to do so much stuff. 
And the only way out of that is they had short-term plans, which were 30 days, you know, 31 days uh, coverage. Um, so it's usually for people in between jobs. So they would buy these short-term plans and that was not considered, uh, that was considered okay as long as it didn't last longer than 30 days. Well, Trump and, and the Trump administration has changed that. They've extended it to 364 days. So you can get a short-term plan uh, for a full year and be okay and not uh, fall out of the rules. Now, what does that mean? Yeah, what does how, that how, mean? Would how is that, that different than just getting a regular plan? So they made some changes to the short-term plans and what the short-term plans have, which um, would don't have, what short-term plans don't have, which are covered under the traditional Affordable Care Act marketplace plans are there are no drug coverage, there's no maternity coverage, and there's no coverage for pre-existing conditions. Okay? Oh. So, so right now, um, what's happening is... So they cost any, less. It, well, they could. We'll see how the pricing goes, but yeah, I would assume they're going to cost less because they don't have to cover where most of the bills go. Like right now, my plan covers maternity coverage for my wife and I. Now, my wife could get pregnant, theoretically. Um, that's not intent. That wouldn't be intentional. <laughs> oh, um, well, let's not go there. Uh, I could get, I have maternity coverage on myself in case I get pregnant. So I'm paying for that and I'm paying for pre-existing conditions that uh, for other people. So really what's happening is everyone's pooling together currently. And that was the whole point of Obamacare is that everyone gets the plan. It covers everything. It covers the pre-existing. It covers maternity and drugs and all this stuff, regardless of whether or not you need it. And the idea was by covering it for everybody, everyone's paying for it. We're sharing the cost across the board. But that's not the way it really works for everybody. Um, what happens is... Um, the costs are getting out of control because every, you know, all these things are happening, but not everyone's paying for it. The government's paying a lot. In fact, 85% of people that are on these plans are getting a subsidy. About 15%, such as myself, do not get a subsidy. And why don't I get a subsidy? Because I make too much money. For instance, the family of five that I have, the range that you have to make to get a subsidy is you have to make between 39000 and $115,000 a year. And if that's make, combined. That's a combined income, right? Or no? That's family income, right? That's family yeah. income. So for like say a typical married couple, you know, a lot of my clients are in their 60s, early 60s. And they might be just a husband and wife retired, they're on a pension because they were lucky enough to do that. They have some retirement income and they're living that they have to make between 22,000 and 65,000 roughly. So if they make $70,000, they get zero help from the government for a, a, a subsidy in terms of wow. health insurance. But if they make 64000 they're going to get ten grand a year. Yeah, that's crazy cover. because, um, you know, a, a couple trying to live nowadays, especially uh, housing and things for elderly, uh, they're not going to be able to afford their health care bills uh, on that kind of income a year, usually, right. typically. Right. So a, a couple age 62 might see, they're not on Medicare, right? So they have to get Affordable Care Act insurance. Yep. They might see a bill like mine, $1,400, dollars $1,600 a month for health insurance. Yikes. That's probably more than their mortgage. That's more, In fact, it's their biggest expense well, for sure. retirees that aren't 65 yet. But they make too much money 
and they get a subsidy. So, but but if if you do get a subsidy, you love it because the government's footing the bill for you. And I'm not picking on those people. I'm just saying they don't really have any motivation to change the system because prices have gone up and up and up every single year. And we're talking double-digit increases. Sometimes it goes up 40% a year. So my plan at 1400 I can expect that same exact plan next year to probably be 1800 And I'm not just throwing that number out to be dramatic. That's probably what it's going to be. Right. And what do I have to do about it? I don't get a subsidy, so I eat it. I take it in the chin. Whereas people that are on subsidies, their plan also goes up that price, but the government subsidy goes up proportionally, so they're still paying the same amount. They might be paying $200 a month, $100 a month for the same exact plan as me. Wow. All because I make too much money, uh, what is deemed too much money. I got to, you know, so, so, you know. And if you and your wife both work, uh, then you're definitely not going to get a subsidy, but yet with those kids and all your expenses, uh, that's going to be a lot. And it is a lot. 1400 a month for a $14,000 deductible. Come on. Yeah. So what's happened now is the, the short-term plans are appealing to me. Now, the Democrats, uh, that once this came out, the Democrats are calling it junk insurance, right? You'll see Nancy Pelosi up there talking about how it's terrible. It's going to, you know, but what it's really doing, it's lowering my premiums. Like, for instance, I don't know what it's going to be. We'll see shortly. But if I'm paying 1400 a month and I can get a same deductible plan, it won't cover maternity, which I don't need. It won't cover pre-existing conditions, which fortunately for me, we don't have. And I go from 1400 a month to 400 a month. Is it, am I a bad person for taking $1,000 a month out off out and putting it back in my pocket? That's 12000 a year. Yeah. That'll cover the deductible if my kid breaks his arm again. Right. But it's going to raise premiums for the sicker people or those that are getting subsidies because I'm going to leave the system and I'm not going to be putting my 1400 a month into the pool for everyone else that's getting a subsidy. So what's going to happen is the healthy people or the people that don't have pre-existing conditions or the people that make too much to get a subsidy, they're going to leave. They're going to leave and get the, the short-term plans and kind of get a la carte insurance. <clears throat> this idea of maternity and pre-existing and drugs, I don't see how that's insurance. To me, that's <clears throat> that's just paying your medical bills. Insurance to me is when something happens that isn't expected, that's when insurance kicks in. You know, I don't get insurance, home insurance, to help pay for new light bulbs or to help pay for, um, you know, a new roof if I need it. That's just maintenance. That's just what you do. Uh, it health, uh, Homeowner's insurance is in case a hurricane comes and knocks me out. So I'm I'm willing to pay less for the same amount of coverage and uh, and and then you know oh I don't get pre-existing conditions well maybe I'll buy cancer insurance in case I develop cancer I can buy that I can buy and choose what I want it gives me more freedom to choose what I want to buy and not force me to buy maternity coverage when I don't want it I think and for that, a lot of people that is going to be a good option if if it works like your saying it does, like they're saying. I'm not saying you're making this up. I'm saying, you know, it, it hasn't been unleashed yet. And we hear so many things about health care from our government from both sides of the aisle. So, you know, um, color me skeptical whenever anybody says they're going to do something to improve the cost of health care insurance. I mean, what's the other alternative? Uh, Medicare for all? That's the other one, but it's so expensive. Yeah. I mean, bottom line is we have to pay for things when things go bad. 
Yeah, somebody, have, somebody, someone has had to pay to fix my kids' arm. Right? I, I agree, but there's right. got to be a way to keep the cost down at least. That's the problem, and the way it's working now is the way to keep the cost down for a majority of people is to have a minority of the people pay all the bills. The burden is on the upper middle class. Now, the super wealthy, they don't really care to drop in a bucket for them anyway, but it's the middle class that, you know, the dual income family. Yep. It's the middle class that's getting really hurt by, most policies hurt the middle class, it seems, as of late. And so, you know, the family of, uh, uh, of three, or family of four, wife, two kids, and they make $100,000 even, that, that they don't get a subsidy. And yeah. they are going to be paying $1,500, $2,000 a month for health insurance. Um, that's unfair, in my opinion. Now, the bills have to get paid by someone. So how do you do it? I see all the existing system as it is, is just a wealth transfer. It's, it's making those that have extra money pay for those that don't. Health and care. And that's where the difference between the Republicans and the Democrats really comes down. Is it healthcare right? Is it a is it a, not a right? And so, but bottom line, someone's got to pay for it. So my thought is, well, I don't want to pay for stuff I'm not going to use. So don't make me pay for it. I will pick and choose. And and the idea of calling it junk insurance, well, I'm pretty intelligent. I'll make my own choice. If I buy junk insurance, well, so be it. That's my preference. I don't want to buy insurance that's comprehensive. I want to cover for certain things. I don't want to have to buy motorcycle insurance if I don't ride a motorcycle. Why are you making me buy motorcycle insurance? Well, this way everyone can be covered that wants to ride a motorcycle. Well, I choose not to, so I don't, I choose not to have a child. I choose not to be pregnant. I choose, um, you know, whatever it is, it just seems to me that this, having this alternative is an option and it's, it's being vilified as junk it's not the answer, though, Tony. You're right. It's not the answer because we had this prior to and the, and the prices were going up. So there's a bigger systemic issue. But I think in the short term, this is going to really open up the world, open up the eyes of those on the plan that aren't really affected by these price increases because they're getting su- subsidies. Yeah. They're going to see need options. And I agree with that. They need better options. Uh, and, you know, the, I mean, it all stems from the costs going through the roof. Uh, you know, uh, prescription costs, uh, hospital costs, things like this just seem to be crazy. Like when you're in the hospital, uh, I, I'll never forget my mom was in the hospital um, and, you know, they gave her a cup of water in a styrofoam cup with a plastic lid and a plastic straw like you'd get at some fast food place or something. Right. And that was itemized on the bill. Like the cup with the lid and straw is like 25 bucks. It's a pretty good deal. So yeah, did you get? To I mean, I like, I'm like, okay, so yeah, you still have here's that cup, don't problem. you? <laughs> right, it's crazy, isn't it? And and that's the issue. So that's what we should be focusing on, not focused on whether or not uh, we need to cover pre-existing. Kids. I mean, that's because that pulls out your heartstrings. Yeah, for me to say I'm 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 comfortable joining a plan that doesn't cover pre-existing conditions. Oh, aren't you so lucky? Well, but I I I get it. I don't want people that have pre my my closest friend from when we were little, he got hit by a car when he was when we were in third grade, I think. Third grade. He got hit by a car. His legs both broken, arms. Oh. He was a mess. He was in the hospital for all of fourth grade. Wow. He still suffers from that. Now, if he he's he's my age now. If he needs to get something or is it a pre-existing condition? Yeah. Well, he got hit by a car. I mean, that's not fair. He shouldn't, you know, he shouldn't be denied, but 
That's the way it is. And so I'm not saying, hey, tough luck. I'm just saying, why am I getting crushed here when I don't need it? It's got to be a better way. And I think this is a start. If, if anything, these short-term plans are going to be appealing to those that don't necessarily need all the insurance. They don't need all the bells and whistles. And so they're going to separate from it and it's going to open this wound and it's going to, everyone's going to see what it really is going on. The healthy are going to be separated from the unhealthy and it's going to bring to light the true costs and people are going to say, this is ridiculous. And then the healthy people can say, well, now at least I'm not paying for it all. I'm tired of it. And then the unhealthy people, how come it's so expensive? And instead of fighting who should pay, they should say, wait, why is it so expensive? And then we'll get to the real answer. But in the short term, I think these short term plans are going to be very popular, Tony. Yeah. And I think it's going to expose what's really happening here. I would I would uh, hope that something can eventually get worked out to bring the cost down and then deal with uh, insurance and make it more fair for everybody. I, I do believe everybody needs to be covered. And I, I just think that uh, healthcare is so important. And because people are poor or have a pre-existing condition, uh, I'm all for trying to help them somehow uh, get coverage and doing my fair share of some extra taxes can help. Great. But, uh, you know, middle-class families can't afford $1,500 a month insurance bills. Uh, it's just not going to happen. So uh, we've got to find some kind of balance or solution, and it's going to be hard. Obviously, nobody's figured it out yet. So I'm glad you brought up these changes that are coming, and that's a possible solution for some people. Uh, if that gets put into place, like for you, it's really going to help. You're self-employed. You're paying uh, the top dollar for a, <laughs> for a high-deductible plan, and then the hospital you went to wasn't covered. So uh, not good. <laughs> Double, uh, Dan, great, great show, though. Yeah, well, I just want people to know these changes are happening. They, they, they exist now. So you can start getting these short-term plans. You always could, but they only last 30 days. Which right. It doesn't really do you much. Now they can last a full year. That's nice. So we have to start looking at this and price it out and then really start focusing on what you need. Yeah, what is hopefully most the prices will be enough less to make it worth it. I think they will. I mean, the insurance companies aren't stupid. Now, they're going to try and make their money no matter what. That's another issue. But um, at least there's another alternative here. Yeah. So it might work for some people, and it's worth checking out. Oh, that's good. Great news there. Uh, any any news like this is good news when it comes to the healthcare crisis. So that's awesome to know there's another option available. Now, Dan, great show today. Is there anything you want to add before we go? Yeah, I'll keep you guys updated on, on whether or not this hospital bails me out in a way <laughs> they might have to, uh, I might actually donate to a hospital for the first, I always wonder who donates the hospitals, you know, that, that, that doesn't actually um, work there or wasn't saved by them. Yeah. Um, maybe me, they, they saved me a bunch of money. I'm willing to, <laughs> yeah. but um, health insurance, nothing to joke about. I mean, I talked about it in real terms. This is really happening. So if you got questions you want to know, it's all part of what we do at Dolphin Financial Group. Give us a call. 888 888- Five zero eight five nine three five, or go to dolphinfinancialgroup.com. Tony, hopefully next time we talk about healthcare, we'll be talking about some new solutions as opposed to the problems that still exist. Right. But thanks for your time today. Good show. Thank you for listening to Dolphin Financial Radio. Don't try to retire without a solid income plan. For more information, please contact Dan Wendell at Dolphin Financial Group. Call 888 508 
1-800-529-5935 or visit the website at DolphinFinancialGroup.com. Dan Mundo or Dolphin Financial Group are not affiliated or endorsed by Social Security or any government agency. Everything discussed on today's show was for informational purpose only. Since everyone's situation is different, some things may not apply to you. The materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources. We cannot be 100% certain that they are accurate. You should really talk to my dad or someone from Dolphin Financial Group before trying to implement these ideas or strategies.